Welcome to Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Thursday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, and PS2 and PS3. And now here are your hosts, Awesome Andy and the Marksman. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It is Thursday, the 25th of January. I am the Marksman, and with me, from the Far East, it's Yakimoto Joe. Hello, it's me again. (laughs) Uh, So, did you get to play anything yesterday, Joe? Well, as promised, uh, I did get a chance to... uh, I, I went out and... Picked myself up a copy of uh, uh, Hotel Dusk for the DS, and uh, I am currently enjoying the heck out of it. Now, on that one, you have to turn the you have to turn the DS sideways and kind of read the game, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's set up um, to be basically like a uh, murder mystery novel, and so uh, uh, whether you're left-handed or right-handed, you turn you turn the the, the DS that way so you can write. Um, and you use the, the the writing part to control your character and to in, explore the uh, the environment and everything like that. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's got a. I'm about an hour and a half, two hours into it so far, and uh, boy, it's cool. The DS needs more titles like this on it. It's it's a really good nod to the uh, the point and click adventures of of the days of yore. Well, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. I mean, is it like, I hate to say it, but, you know, this really dates me, uh, Zork? You know, the old text-based adventure games? Are we talking that kind of... Um, to to a certain extent, um, I, I guess I would say it's more like uh, it, it's uh, a little bit Zork, a little bit... Um, Day of the Tentacle, uh, if, if anyone goes back that far besides you and I, <laughs> and uh, um, it's and and a tiny bit missed, I guess. Um, you know, a tiny bit. If if it makes you feel any better, I used to program in HyperCard, which is what they made missed in. <laughs> so. But my, my, I think my favorite part of it, if if I had to give the uh, if I had to give the game another title, it would be Aha the Video Game. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the animation style on it is uh, is pretty cool uh, because you know the DS does have graphical limitations. That what they've pretty much done is pencil sketched the characters, and so anytime that they move, it looks like uh, that Take on Me video. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's awesome. It really is. I just I, I keep on wanting to break out into some every time I, I see these characters moving around. I expect, like, a race car driver, an angry race car driver with a wrench to come out and, you know, try and hit me or something like that, so. Did you ever see the Family Guy sketch on that? <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Chris, where have you been? <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I, I'm, I hope I have enough time to actually complete the game, but yeah, two hours in, I'm, I'm very, very impressed. Definitely. Well, if, if you complete it, we, 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 can, we need a review. I, I, if, if you review it, they will come. Yes, very much so. Uh, I did not get to play anything last night. Um, as, as people who probably listened to yesterday's show know, we went kind of terribly long, and uh, <laughs> It, it was good, but it took a, a little bit longer to edit down. So that was my nightly video game was click and drag, click and drag, click and drag. 
Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> oh, it's 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 amazing because you'd think it would change, and it's pretty much the same throughout the entire course of the game. Whoever designed it, yeah, they, they didn't do a good job. Well, for today, I thought what we would discuss is actually something uh, brought up by Neo Sapien of the Foreign Boards. Um, he, he asked, what does Sony and Microsoft need to do to beat Nintendo and win the next-gen war? Do you want to tackle this first, Joe? Well, I guess my first question would be... Um... I mean, is Nintendo winning the war right now, I guess? is Well, from sales numbers, I would probably have to say, like, hands down, yes. Okay. I mean, they're, they're you know, if you combine the Xbox 360 and the PS3 sales, they're still under half of the Wii sales. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I see what where he's basing the question from. The, the real question is, you know, will Nintendo sustain that? And so yeah, I guess that would be my. Uh, I guess the the lazy man's approach would be to wait and see. Um, if I was Nintendo or, or if I was a Sony or Microsoft, my I guess my approach would be the wait and see approach because uh, looking at Nintendo's first quarter uh, launch lineup, they've got twelve titles coming out. I mean, holy moly, twelve titles! That's it. You know, I mean, when when. When certain, you know, when other, uh, you know, when Nintendo or I'm sorry, Microsoft and Sony are putting out, you know, 15, 20, 30 games in that time period, 12 games, and and a lot of those games are niche games. You know, you've got your, I, I think one of them was like a Disney sort of type of game or something like that. I think I think just maintaining would be the best way to tackle that. Yeah, I I actually take the same the same tack you do in this particular case when you talk about. Sony and Microsoft, I mean, we're talking, these these machines are, I mean, it's almost like taking an, an antique pocket watch and putting it next to a state-of-the-art Rolex. You, you, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Nintendo's is bad or anything of the sort. I'm saying that you're comparing apples to oranges. You're, you're talking about much higher-end pieces of technology. And while the Nintendo is fun, I think in the long run, you know, it's going to be the higher-end systems that win out the gamer market. Nintendo is carving out their, their segment right now on non-gamers. And since they are non-gamers, you're talking about, you know, parents, you're talking about grandparents, you're talking about casual gamers. And while that's great, there's only going to be a very small percentage of those casual gamers and new gamers that are converted into hardcore gamers, which is your repeat customer market. So I would think that at this point, they would actually just need to kind of wait it out and see. But now, if you ask me, do I think that Sony and Microsoft are doing what they need to beat Nintendo in the premise of the question, the answer is no. I agree. Uh, Sony is not putting out the software that they need to strengthen the PS3's foundation. And to be quite honest, Microsoft isn't either. I mean, we've got Lost Planet, which is, you know, it's getting, some people are, are just like calling it a, a rail shooter with good underpinnings, and some people are saying it's, it's the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> and then we've got Crackdown coming out here shortly, but, you know, how many other things before the holiday rush, can you name off the top of your head for the, the Xbox 360 that's really significant besides Halo 3? Well, and, and that might just be a product of, of of retail in general right now. I mean, the fact that, you know, we're sitting here looking at all three systems and going, well, geez, Nintendo's got 
12 games. Sony's got, uh, you know, 10 to 15 games themselves, and then Microsoft's got a couple of games. Maybe that's just because the the current trend right now seems to be that everyone's putting out their... They're putting all their games into the holiday basket, and... um, you know, you get a couple of, you know, B titles, maybe an A title or two in the course of the year, and then all the AAA stuff, you know, they wait until the October, November, and December to, to put all that stuff out. And maybe that's where, um, you know, maybe maybe we're hedging our bets too quickly here and, you know, calling, you know, calling the next-gen war over before it's even really started, I guess. Well, I mean, didn't they move E3 specifically for this reason? Yes, and and and, and I hope that that actually has an effect on it. Um, you know, I mean, seeing these new releases coming out, that you know, I mean, I I I'll admit, I'm I'm excited about uh, um, what is it? Crack Crackdown's got me. Uh, I played the demo the other night, and I I, I got to tell you, I mean, it's it, it looks pretty good. Um, I the uh, Bioshock. That looks really good. Um, layer for PS3. I'm really, you know, I, I've, I've got a raised eyebrow on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Karaoke Revolution, like we were talking, or not Karaoke Revolution, uh, SingStar. SingStar, yeah. we were talking about yesterday. I I mean, there there's some good stuff coming out, and it's not at Christmas time. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that moving E3 really, uh, really did something for the industry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... Yeah, exactly. I mean, they moved E3 so that they could give developers more lead time going into the show so they didn't rush to get the, the demos out, etc., and it would allow them a, a more lax launch schedule for the actual products. I would love to see the, the industry almost go to a, a six-month cycle where we get the big push in November and then an equally large push in, in April or May. Oh, that you know, would be great. Because then we we'd have, you know, granted you're going to have those other those other time periods where there's, you know, like you said, mostly C and maybe a B title coming out, but the point is is that you've got twice a year to save your money for as opposed to one particular time of year as it is currently. Sure. So as far as you know what Sony and Nintendo or Sony and Microsoft need to do to beat Nintendo. I actually think the impetus is actually all on Nintendo. The, right now, they have a very weak showing with the virtual console games, in that there's no online yes. multiplayer, as I've I've droned on and on about in the previous shows. I know, but the, it's a very strong point in my mind. You know, as a selling point, I, I can go and I can get a PS3, and I know I'm going to be able to play Mortal Kombat 2, and I'm going to be able to find players to play against any point in time playing online and that's not something that I can do for the Nintendo right now for the Wii yeah I I, I think I think Nintendo um, I, I, I've, I've always had the stance that if Nintendo can do with the Wii what they have done with the Nintendo DS they'll 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 t- they'll win they'll win this you know the the next the quote-unquote next-gen war as it's called um, I they they've really taken the DS from something that's a uh, almost a gimmick is what I was referring to it as when when it first came out. They've taken something that's a gimmick into a viable uh, product, and if they can take that same type of gimmick that the that the Wii has and turn that into something viable, man, Nintendo's unstoppable. They really are. As far as Sony goes, I think Sony's really going to have to step up to the bat with getting some exclusive titles to stay exclusive, and 
start turning out the software. I mean, I, I actually think that, that you know, this this thing they're doing with Midway to release the games online, if if they can make a viable, lag-free environment for those games, they'll have already trumped Xbox Live. Uh, did have you have you downloaded uh, Street Fighter or any of the other uh, uh, retro games that you can play play back and forth? S- some of them, yeah. Have you tested yeah. out the multiplayer features? Um, I I do know that uh, Street Fighter is a bit on the laggy side. I, yeah. I have played that, and it's I, I know a lot of people that downloaded it and proceeded to delete it right off the hard drive when they <laughs> when that the first time it lagged up. They're like, oh no 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 that yeah. that doesn't happen. I, I played that and I played Contra, and and the results were pretty much the same. And Contra, I mean, Street Fighter is bad enough that it's, it's a fighting game, but Contra, oh, right. that game is so hard to begin with. That you know any amount of lag, you're dead, and that's it. Yeah. So I, I I think if they can truly do this, that's going to be a big selling point for them to just go, hey, look, you can spend your 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 Xbox Live points for games that don't work, or you can come to PlayStation Three where it's free and it works, and you can have fun anytime you want. And I think that would be a huge selling point for Sony. Well, and they need to make sure that they get that point out to consumers because I think that I think Sony's biggest problem is that they they're they're not vocal. I mean, they. I I, I, I liken Sony to 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 the the crazy man wandering through the desert spouting prophecy. <laughs> you know, it, they they just think that people will will stumble onto their message, and and that they don't need to put it out in mainstream. I mean, if you look back and you ask you ask uh, other console owners that owned like the PlayStation 2, what's the most memorable uh, what's the most memorable thing you you remember advertisement that you remember about the PlayStation 2? Everybody and their dog will tell you the PlayStation 9 ad. Because that was oh, one of yeah. it was one of the few times that Sony actually went into every mainstream place they could and threw that commercial in there and it was an awesome commercial and everybody goes oh that makes me want to play yeah yeah i that's that's right i i do remember that now the big what was it the 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 glowy ball or whatever yeah yeah it was really good um any any uh, thoughts on what microsoft needs to do to topple the other two um i i think microsoft needs to um Microsoft needs to get that bigger hard drive out. They need to come forth on whether or not they are or they aren't going to make this uh, Xbox 360 version 2.0 that I keep on hearing about. Oh, but uh, I'm a, a Microsoft rep. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. They they need to get they need to get that those rumors squashed. Whether they're true or false, they need to get those rumors squashed. Um, and then if they they need to get that hard drive out. I mean to have that service out where you can download movies and TV shows and, you know, cartoons, you name it, to have that out there and then say, okay, well, you have about five gig to do that with. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't do it. And, and, and not to not to interrupt, but I, while I remember, since you're on the point, I think that's going to be another tick in Sony's favor in the long run. Yes. They've got the entire media catalog of music, videos, movies, you name it. They have it all at their disposal. And when they're going to work out licensing rights with other corporations, they're going to have just that much more weight behind them because they're already in that industry. Whereas Microsoft is just a sideline player going, hey, that looks cool. We really want to buy it. So they're in less of a, a leverage position. 
Sure. Yeah, I think I think if they can if they can get that whole hard drive mess worked out, um, and then, um, you know, there's unfortunately as much as of a, of a Microsoft fan as I am. I, they really don't have to do that much. I mean, as much as it pains me to say it, uh, that that Halo 3 is going to sell lots and lots and lots of 360s, and, I mean, it could be called the Xbox piece of toast or something, but as long as it played Halo 3, um, I think you're going to sell a lot of Xboxes, and that concerns me a little bit as a gamer, because what prevents Microsoft from putting out other quality titles? You know, I mean, I'm sure Halo 3 will be nice and pretty and fun and everything for a while, but, you know, as far as games are concerned that I want to play, you know, I could go for a role-playing game. I could go for, you know, uh, some action games. Uh, I am excited to see that uh, they they are doing, uh, uh, what was it? Blue Um, Dragon? Yeah, Blue Dragon looks really it looks gorgeous. I, I saw something in uh, one of the gaming magazines the other day on that. They did a, a full spread on it. Uh, they're bringing another RTS, a real-time strategy game, to the 360. The um, Why am I drawing a blank? Command, um, Command and Conquer. Oh, yeah, there you go. Command and Conquer. They're bringing Command and Conquer to the 360. So as long as they keep on taking those risks, I, I, I think they, they might be on the road to success. I really do. And personally, if I were, if I were Bill Gates and Microsoft... If I really wanted to sabotage the PS3, what I would do is I would bundle Halo 3 with the new Xbox 360 point version 2.0 or whatever you want to call it, you know, and that use that as a launching point and severely undercut Sony's price. Give the HD give the give the HD DVD plugin or the add-on for free built into this thing. And that would be a, a that would be a pretty severe blow to Sony. Well, shoot, and why not? I mean, right now, um, the last report I saw, I think Microsoft is making uh, what fifty, sixty dollars off of every three sixty sold. So you know, shoot, why not? You know, throw that in there. And then you have a you have a real price point discrepancy, and Sony's forced to pony up and reduce the price of the PS3, or not, knowing. <laughs> how they go about things. They're, they're, don't you want to work more hours to own a PS3? <laughs> exactly. I actually, that's that's one of the news items that I found for today. That I, I cover that in the news. Uh, well, that's going to take us to our first break. Uh, when we come back, tons of news. We'll see you then. Newsflash 2007. America joins the war against expensive comics by rolling out its most impressive weapon yet, TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com ships comics to military personnel overseas, as well as to everyday Joes in the good old U.S. of A. Every comic magnet board, join the fight and win the war at TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com. First, there was Firefly. Where the hell is my spaceship? Shoot the man, not the horse. a year now, I ain't had nothing to fix my nethers. We're done on bottom that sounds like science fiction. Thinking the signal. I'm Wes. It's not and I'm Carrie. And we have another interview for you in this show. You're listening to News it's also a home. The Firefly Timeline. You're going to need a higher This again. future is all about when things happen. We want our trilogy. Now there's a whole world of new adventures. Would you fight for that right? I don't know there's done plenty it here that would. Probably no one's been desperate enough to Don't try. worry, this guy ain't even I bet we are. Join us at the signal. 
because the verse just got bigger. www.serenityfirefly.com And we're back. It's time for the news. Well, in a move to perhaps mimic Apple, Sony is attempting to emerge into the cross-platform scene. They have partnered with Namco Bandai to create a joint venture company called Cellulus. And the goal of Cellulus is to design content around the cell processor and create games for the, the PlayStation 3, PCs, and cell phones. That's a very interesting piece of news. The thing that makes me cry is being both a Sony and an Apple fanboy. I don't want to see my parents fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is daddy slapping mommy? I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, uh... Play Beyond. Speaking of speaking of cross-platforming, uh, it would appear that uh, BioWare has gone bi-curious. Uh, the mostly PC and Xbox-centric developer, famous for all sorts of tasty game morsels, including the upcoming Mass Effect, uh, was on hand at the latest video games live show in Edmonton, Canada, where fans spoke with BioWare's co-CEO, Dr. Ray Muzika, Muzika, I can't stop saying his name. Uh, anyway, he reported uh, he reportedly confirmed to several individuals that the studio was actively developing on, you guessed it, the PlayStation Three. Yep. So it's nice to hear some. Uh, it's nice to hear some love going the opposite way for a change. Oh, most definitely. Yep. Most definitely. Well, in other interesting news of the day, Pope Benedict XVI, that's uh, XVI for you Roman numeral buffs, has <laughs> issued a statement for the Catholic Church's World Communications Day, and he said the following, quote... Oh, make, make sure you put it in, a, in an Italian accent. Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any trend to produce programs and products, including animated movies and video games, which in the name of entertainment exalt violence and portray antisocial behavior or the trivialization of human sexuality as a perversion, all the more repulsive when these programs are directed at children and adolescents. Now, I agree with the latter uh, part of that, absolutely. Um, you know, minors shouldn't be buying video games, but that's the parents' responsibility, in my opinion. And that's, that's what this is, is an opinion piece. Uh, in my opinion, that's the responsibility of the parents. I, I just feel bad because suddenly um, we've all been, all video game players have been reduced to 1980 and Dungeons and Dragons. We are on the out with everybody, and did anybody check to see if the Pope was passing notes with Jack Thompson? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it just just when gaming was was gain, gaining acceptance, the Pope goes and knocks us back into the Stone Age. Uh, PS3 gets no gratu love, uh, or that's Ghost Recon 2, folks, uh, but the 360 does. What gives? Not only is the PS3 version getting pushed back, but 360 owners should expect to see a demo on the marketplace in just a few days. 
the website for the UK version of official Xbox magazine claims that a demo for Gra 2, which is scheduled for release in the next few months, is expected by the end of January, according to quote-unquote sources close to the production of the title. Uh, other sites claim that Ubisoft has said that the Gra 2 demo will be on your your 360 via marketplace very soon very soon indeed that's that's interesting i'm i'm wondering what their official reason will be yes Three Speech, known for uh, known as the Sony official blog, is saying that as of uh, tonight, there will be an official announcement about the European release of the PS3. The announcement is p- p- supposed to take place at midnight, although it didn't state whether that was UK time, uh, Pacific time, or Eastern time. Um, Microsoft has announced that it will be publishing the eighth entry into the Stealth Action Ninja franchise, Tenchu. Uh, with the Xbox 360 exclusive Tenchu Z by K2 Interactive and from software. Uh, first given an exclusive Japanese release in October of last year, Microsoft does promise Tenchu Z will require the usual brand of patience and strategic thinking with the use of stealth kill system across the new system's 50 missions. Yeah, I saw that uh, article as well, and uh, that's that's pretty interesting. That uh, I, I personally never was big into the Tenchu line, but I know a lot of people who are. So that'll be interesting yeah. to see if that pushes hardware in hardware sales in that direction. Well, I got a chance to play the. Uh, they they had a demo for it, and I think in one of the official Xbox magazine demos a while back. And eh, it's okay. Um, it was in. It was all in Japanese, which I I know little of. Hard to believe since I'm from there. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, you know, that's. Well, it w- it was in the west a- west coast accent. Oh, it was one of those it, local dialects. It, exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Play beyond. Firmware 1.5 has been released in Japan, and the full changelog has been posted. Users can now set an image for their user ID, and there are several changes for wireless connection protocols. But the most important unlisted change is that, as of Japanese firmware 1.5, Sony has apparently fixed the graphics problems that were popping up when you were playing your PS1 and PS2 games. So no more terrible-looking games. And I just received word, right as we were doing this last story, that... Uh, the the U.S. version has been released, so update your PS3s now, and no more terrible-looking graphics for your older games. Um, for those of you crossing your fingers, toes, and other appendages for a PS3 price drop, uh, Sony's Jack Trenton thinks you should uncross yourself. Uh, 1UP.com is reporting today on comments from Mr. Trenton who responded to the question, will we see the PS3's price drop? Or, yeah, will we see the PS3's price drop? Uh, With the point-blank answer of not any time soon, is what he says. Uh, Mr. Trenton responded with what has now become the Sony go-to line, it costs a lot to develop, and gamers are getting a lot of machine for their money. Therefore, the high price is justified if you consider what is being offered. So there, now go buy one already. Yes, that's what I say. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of buying things, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny, comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha Metro, every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes 
at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. Do you want Firefly to live? Damn straight. Do you want Serenity to have a sequel? I said yes already. Where's the outstanding issue? At The Signal, we believe that Serenity is worth fighting for. No power in the verse can stop me. If you believe that too, join us. We are not alone. The Signal Podcast. Make The Signal go further. Because we want our trilogy. I'll take three. This is how it is. I want my trilogy. Firefly Technical Manual. Sci-Fi Review. You understand your part in all this? Do you? You're listening to The Signal. I'm Wes. And I'm Carrie. And we are here to talk about Firefly. www.serenityfirefly.com And we're back. Uh, now with uh, more news. Here we go. Square Enix has announced on their official website that they're having an official cosplay contest for Europe's Final Fantasy XII release. February 23rd is the launch date and the party event, and the top three winners of the contest will get a two-night trip to London to participate in the official launch event, be on stage, and, but you have to dress up from Final Fantasy XII as one of the characters to qualify. February 11th is get your freak on deadline to enter. Uh, we'll put the I, links I, in the show notes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I have to see pictures of this. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, for all you pint-sized cosplayers out there, uh, Squeenix has also announced that they are releasing official tiny pint-sized replicas of the weapons from their Final Fantasy and Dumb Hearts games. Uh, these replicas mes- measure in at just a few inches apiece, but um, have amazing detail. Uh, starting at $39.99, pre-orders are taking place now uh, through their website, and orders will ship out in late May. Expect the Lollipop Guild to be all over these. And in the name of the Lollipop Guild, we wish to welcome you to much kid land. I, w- I, I know uh, you were here earlier, and we were talking about this with, with a couple of my friends. Uh, I, I actually have found a couple suppliers of really good... Uh, gun blades and key blades and things of that nature that are are full sized. See, weapons. that's what I was more interested in is the full size ones. I, I've been dying. I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but boy, uh, I would kill for a Sephiroth sword. You know, yeah, they had the one the ones that I saw. They had two of them. They had the really. Uh, I call it the stupid, ridiculous sized <laughs> Sephiroth sword, yes. and, and it was it was it was way expensive and terrible. I mean, you know, I ha- I pulled it out. I, I've actually I've actually taken quite a bit of martial arts, and uh, I know how to use the sword. And there's no way you could ever swing this sword and actually not have it go and everybody <laughs> laugh at you. <laughs> but they did have a very large size Sephiroth sword that was much more reasonable, and it was structurally sturdy, and it was quite nice, and it was really only about a hundred bucks so you know they had gun blades that actually had uh revolving triggers you know you pulled the trigger and the the barrel revolved it you know some of them are quite good detail and you're talking 40 50 dollars i i'm pretty interested to see 
how long it takes these to hit the mass market for cosplay because I think people are going to have a ball with them. This just in. UK Magazine Eurogamer has just announced that as of airtime, the PS3 will officially launch on March 23rd in the European Union and will cost 599 euros or 425 British pounds. And the article goes on to say that only the 60 gig model will be available at launch with the 20 gig model to follow later in the year as per demand. I think uh, we'll that's put a... the... Oh, go ahead. No, we'll put the, the link in the notes so you can read the entire article yourself. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good move to to put the, just the 60 gig out there and see where it goes from there. Yeah, I, I've noticed that you know places that have the 20 gig uh, models here tend to keep the 20 gig models here. Yeah. Most people are you know spending the extra 100 100 and some odd dollars to get the the 60 gig version, and for what you get on the back, it makes sense. Well, and uh, wasn't there a price breakdown a while back where, uh, as far as Sony's concerned, I mean, uh, the amount of money they lose for selling a 20 gig and a 60 gig uh, is almost negligible, isn't it? I mean, yep. and so yep. it would actually behoove Sony to move more of those 60 gigs, I guess. In Wii News, uh, GameVideos.com has got exclusive Prince of Persia Rival Swords footage uh, on the Wii uh, with a diagram of the Wiimote and Nunchuck overlaid on on top of the screen uh, so you can see exactly how the controls work for the game. Uh, No word on release date, but it looks good so far. On a sweeter note, Insert Credit has a story with pictures about a guy who made 50 chocolate original Nintendo Entertainment System controllers. Apparently, the guy says it's pretty hard to do. Uh, it, the results, it looks pretty good. But that's what I call a sticky situation. Now that's what I call a sticky situation. <laughs> we'll put the links in the show notes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us at gamersledge at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our forum boards, uh, gamersledge.com. Or you can contact me. Uh, Balth is the gamer tag on the PlayStation 3 network. Any parting words of advice from your Eastern Asian ways? Um, he who... Um, no. <laughs> You, you words, should, words to live by, folks. Words to live by. <laughs> you should warn me you're going to do that, and then I'll come up with something brilliant. Uh, oh, 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 here we go. I would have a, I would rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. Uh, it's, you, you think about that. And uh, we'll, we'll end the show today since there's no, re- there's no reviews. Uh, we'll, we'll end with another mashup, and uh, links will be in the show notes as well. You ready? Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, kids.
call a sticky situation. 